Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. It's working. It still works after all this time. The microphone still works. <laughs> Dusted it off, huh, Sam? Welcome, everybody, to those loyal few to Ashes Pathfinders, dedicated Ashes of Creation show, running 62 episodes strong. Welcome, Dayless, my loyal co-host. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing all right for a Monday. Getting for- ready to dust it off. Hashtag get dusted, and if you don't like it, um, never mind. I got another hashtag for you, but I'll save that for the after, <laughs> after, sh- <laughs> after show. Man, it's been a minute. I actually haven't even hardly really chat with you a whole lot since uh, the last show, and you've had a lot going on in your own life. Um, yeah, yeah, doing some cross country moves here in the next mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot going on, man. We've had a lot going on. Uh, not so much in the ashes of creation world. Speaking of ashes of creation, uh, updates soon. TM been a great show. You guys have a good one. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Every man, people are people are falling out, man. Falling out by the yeah. wayside, kind of waiting. I'm thinking. I was, I was talking to data list about this. Um, of course, this show should get up on YouTube. Uh, I think by probably the next week or so. I'm, I was talking to data data list about maybe doing a uh, end of the year show, um, just to kind of like recap everything. Maybe I don't know if I want to jinx us here. Uh, damn, my mic's like peaking, huh? No. It looked like it's peeking at me. I'm gonna adjust the volume. My bad. Hey, Faisal, T Elf, how are you guys? T Elf, there's some loyal, the loyal few, man, the ones that still turn out to kind of still keep the torch going, man. I'm telling you. Um, That's what my lighter at. Uh, said it lasts another ashes show. Faisal says, "Hey, the wait is real. They went dark real good." And the info is scarce. It sure is. Um, you know, what can you say other than nothing, man? You, you got nothing. You got nothing to work with. You got you to gotta work with what you got. And, uh, you know, we had made a bullet point list. And I was talking to data list and we had this whole like list. Actually, we we're going to try and do an episode a couple weeks ago, I think it was. Um, or was it last week? I don't, I don't remember. But uh, um, we're even going to try to have Zara on again. But a lot of people, we had a couple other couple other guests that were going to come on too. But this time of the year, man, it just starts to get a little, get gets a little little uh, scarce for people. They've got a lot going on. We roll in through the the Thanksgiving New Year, which hope all of you had a really great Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, and I got moved into my new place, so that's part of the reason that I've been a little scarce on the streams and uh, and on the Ashes shows too. But um, it's been good, man. Uh, kind of getting ready to do things a little different here. So after the show today, I'm gonna be hanging out with people, rolling things over into a, a little bit of a different show. Uh, stuff I've been doing on the side uh, more actively here recently. But uh, um, you know, I didn't make it through the whole season uh, of the Ashes stuff and things for Ashes Apoc. Um, but there were a lot of different articles. There's been a lot of renders for. Uh, some of which were cosmetics for the uh, MMO. Um, they they showed some really awesome things in the past. We have two live streams to talk about now, actually, because of the timing of everything. We had the end of uh, October 
live stream because it was at the very end of October and then we were going to do a show about a week or two later and that didn't actually happen. And then Thanksgiving happened and into Thanksgiving or into uh, thanks la November got here. <clears throat> so here we are early December. We're, we're working our first week already of December, if you can believe it. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, there's just not a whole lot, but there is there is a good amount of stuff we can kind of touch on. Um, we had the dev discussion number 12 we can talk about. We had the quote unquote servant of the damned, which is the cursed charger. Um, mostly, I don't want to talk about the specifics of the, the charger itself, more so just like discussion around the art style a bit, I think would be really good. Um, cause we've got, we're, we're getting a little bit more of a feel for the art style. Um, I don't know that I'm gonna really pick too much apart on the live streams. I'll, I'll be honest that they're a bit lackluster to me. The format's good, like the format. Um, but you know, it seems like, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if it's just me. I'm sensing a bit of like tension almost kind of going on with some of the shows and, um, I'm not going to like, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I definitely sense a bit of tension. I feel like it does translate down the chain into the community a bit. Um, but there have been a lot of showcasing of artwork and that to me is the biggest takeaway is the artwork, right? We've been sitting through silence. That's a, that's a known. It is known that things are a bit silent and quiet within the studio. They're not putting a whole lot of information out there. And although it's unfortunate when we do get some some drops here and there, we're getting some pretty cool snapshots into the art style for the MMO. Although I will say that a lot of it's a lot of it that we are seeing renders of seems to be Jincy, doesn't it? Seems like Jincy is like pumping out the like renders, man. Uh, yeah, and, and Bacon and the environment team too, just seeing a lot of great stuff come out of there. I mean, mm -hmm. those are the gems on the streams, most yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Uh, huge. So the show today is called Icy Expectations. And it seems like there's been a, like a lot of, a lot of icy expectations, you know, from a lot of people in the community getting a lot of, a lot of cold shoulders. A lot of people, you know, having a lot more negative, I think, to say than positive. And I agree, TL, the bear was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a big fan of like any kind of brew fest uh, or fall kind of oriented. Like, you know, I, I see the brew bear and I'm like, oh, look, that could be my dwarven mount from World of Warcraft. Clearly doesn't look exactly the same, but it has that kind of essence of like, you know, Oktoberfest to it and and kind of like transitioned in there with uh, some of the um just kind of fall like thanksgiving oriented sort of stuff and things but uh you know what out of the past month for me has been like probably my absolute favorite i'm gonna go with it let's do a top three shall we i'm gonna do a top three out of everything that i've seen come out of the studio in about the past month ish my top three, number one is going to be the Elder Dragon that we saw. <laughs> Yo, four-legged beast dragon has some straight-up Diablo-esque features. 100% hands down, fantastic. The second one, hmm, 
probably the cursed charger because I really like the the floppy the little floppy eared kind of element going on there. Kind of reminds me a little bit of like some baby fox gifts I've seen on like Twitter recently. And then the third one would probably be the was it the Vec or was it the Renkai? I can't remember the orcs. Oh yeah, the Kaivek orcs. I think yeah. What did I say? I mean, it's probably the Master Race, right? Whatever they did for the architecture. What am I saying? Vec? Renkai. Is this what happens when we don't talk ashes long enough? I start mixing lore with other games or something? (laughs) I don't know what to say, man, other than oops. Oops. But it was, I think it was the Kaibak architecture is what they were showing, right? That's what they said. Yeah, the Dwarven structures, the ones, are you talking about like the the, the breakable um, environment stuff? Well, no, it was more like the Red. Last live stream. That's, that's the previous, that was the end of uh, October live stream. Was, right, uh, yeah, that was in October. Destructibles. Right, right. This last one was actually like, uh, wasn't it the um, the keep, right? The Dwarven keep? Yeah, they showed yeah. some of the keep and some of the denier housing as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I remember that one. That was really nice, too. So, yeah, the architecture was really nice. See, we're getting more of, like, the Dwarven. We got, a, we've, we've always had the, like, Kalar, and we've had the uh, the Kalar human and the Imperium elves. We've seen some of the Pyrae, Pyrae elves, too, which was, like, mm-hmm. probably, like, a month or so before that. And then we had, um, I'm trying to think. There was a... Oh my God. The island stuff. Uh, oh my God. It was during the island cosmetics. We got to see a lot more like those kind of hut sort of. We saw back some of the sort of some dwarves. Oh, the back of some dwarves. <laughs> we saw some. <laughs> I want to go and pull something up too. So, one of the discussions was around uh, raid and event difficulty, which. I don't know, man. They kind of frame these as they have burning questions and it's kind of like, what are your feelings on raid and event difficulty? What are the tuning knobs that make an event difficult while remaining fun? And I I kind of, I I guess what I had really hoped that they would have given us a little bit more of it was like, well, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about in terms of tuning knobs? Like, what are you defining as tuning knobs? Are you talking about like, you know, raid, for example, an event, are we talking about like, difficulty levels such as because i mean that that's just there there's like so many elements to this right depending on what game you look at right there's some games where it syncs to your level and then it's based on how many people are in your party right and some of that sometimes doesn't even have to require a party everybody gets like if you tag it right and it scales at your level or sometimes you can tag it and you have to be a certain level. And sometimes you can tag it and you just have to do enough damage. So like, there's a whole lot of like, what do you consider difficulty and qualifying for? Uh, uh, that's specifically, I'm looking at like world bosses event difficulty, right? Raid right. is m- typically more instance, although in Ashes, uh, some of that stuff is going to be what? They're going to have open world stuff or not open world. Yeah, but, open uh, world rating. Yeah. yeah, open world rating. Um, and some of the uh, dungeons aren't going to necessarily be like instance in the sense that only your party can see it. You can exist in there with other players as well. So it's a lot like if you've played uh, the Elder Scrolls Online, think like public dungeons in the Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. 
you're probably like i never really did that much did you no i See? was i went very light into um eso i think most of mm -hmm. my rating experience has been primarily in wow i mean i did some open world stuff in dark age of camelot and um like rift and warhammer online mm -hmm. but my major rating experience was kind of i would say mop plus though i did do some in vanilla um for a while miss pandaria yeah you do rating before I, that um i did do some rating in oh, vanilla man. yeah Nebraska? that was my first rating experience was vanilla and then i um ended up probably quitting around kind of right before the raids came out in bc and then i was not around in uh, wrath and then i came back a little bit in cataclysm took another break it's like yeah it's wow it has definitely been like you know that i keep coming back to um now i'm coming back to it now frankly because my wife and i needed something to play and it's you know wow is you know a definitely a lover of hers and and i've gotten back into it too though not rating per se because i just don't have the time now but mm -hmm. definitely um I mean, WoW has some, I would say, some good and bad points. Kind of made me think a lot about, you know, how, what things I really liked in rating versus not. And I definitely am, I would say, I, I err on the side of not liking the whole, you know, have the same raid available to everyone and then just kind of dumb it down for, I guess, I would say, more casual players. And, I consider myself, I don't consider myself hardcore, right? I would probably say casual to semi-hardcore, and even I can barely stomach like a raid finder type of difficulty because right. people don't give a rip. And I'm the kind of person, if I'm going to invest my time in it, I'm going to learn the fight. I'm going to, you know, I may make mistakes, but at the end of the day, I'm like, I learn, I try to learn the fights, et cetera. So for me, I guess raid difficulty comes down to number one, do not give me a boss or bosses that are more quote unquote difficult being HP sponges. That is lazy ass design, please GTFO with that kind of thing. And what I do like, what I do like is I like having additional mechanics, things that make you pay attention, puzzles you need to solve, giving every class kind of a role to play and some of the times when you know wow did that to some extent but i would really like to say okay you know if i'm a mage i've got to do certain things in this fight and i've got to be on point um you know if i'm a cleric i got to do certain things in this fight right uh, I want to be able to do like, and, and I think WoW has gotten a little better at that and doing certain things and giving like, you know, us more creative things to handle. I just want to kind of amp that up. Um, and I like the idea of rotating mechanics. One of the things that, you know, maybe is a good and bad point about say Mythic Plus mm -hmm. is you've got this fixes each week that change, right? So you've got to kind of know what to do each week in a way. Now, wow kind of just tells you at the start here are the affixes you know go nuts whereas you know what the team has talked about on the is side is well depending on you know how the world is shaking out you may have different mechanics you need to learn but it's not always going to be the same each week 
So you kind of got to feel it out a bit more. So I do like the idea of having that puzzle to solve. I mean, I think that's that's good. So to me, it's all about you know thoughtful mechanics, um, you know puzzles to solve, you know problems for you know people to work together to resolve, classes having a definitive role to play, and just no HP sponges. <laughs> so. If you're here with us currently and you checked out that uh, image I linked, man, look at that. I'm sorry. I just, sometimes I feel like I need to go back and just kind of like scour a wiki or something to like, to like kick it and look at stuff that reminds me of uh, what we have to look forward to. Mm -hmm. I'm not spending a lot of time in the discord, man, because mostly it's filled with people that are bitching and complaining because they're not getting their way and they're not getting it right now. And um yeah when i look at that image right there that that is the kind of like inspiration i have look at that you got like this like entryway with these two people like etched into like the wall right mm -hmm. like these two like statues giant statues like etched into the wall a bunch of people running around spell chucking it's a good old time mm -hmm. <clears throat> so if i had to talk about what i don't want in terms of raid content I think there's a few things that they've talked about that we can expect, right? Uh, God, dude, my mic is like trying to fall off. Apologies. Hold on. <laughs> Shit. Uh, they talked about, you know, the raid mechanics being a lot more about not so much like the whole number sync that we've talked about, um, mm -hmm. but being more about like the mechanics. So it's not going to be as much about like, can you necessarily just can the take, take the spikes, wipes, and the cleaves? And can you like, you know, hit some kind of a number cap, which we've seen a lot in like World of Warcraft and some other right. games like that. Like um, the Elder Scrolls Online is actually pretty good about um, not like they make it a lot more about like the mechanics, like pretty much like if you've you've got like a, a pretty, you know, you don't really necessarily have to have uh, like the raid drop gear in order to be like a veteran raid, which is kind of like consider like raids uh, consider like the trials for example in the Elder scrolls online um mm -hmm. consider that the veteran ra uh, trial is kind of like a heroic raid if you think like old um wrath world of warcraft right where you've got like you had your normal and you had your heroic and it was really just those two difficulties you had like your raid sizes too but um the thing that's really cool about the Elder scrolls online is you can go into you know, you're normal or you're like heroic or you're veteran um, either way. And it's, it's more about like certain mechanics happen in the hard mode in the veteran mode. And then the numbers clearly are going to be higher too. Um, but I, what I like in that one in particular is like, even if you've got the numbers, even if you've got like the, the best gear you can get, like you're not going to be able to complete that if you don't do the mechanics. Like if you don't do the mechanics, like especially in veteran mode, like you're you're probably not gonna make it. And then one additional feature that they have that's really interesting in veteran mode is um there's like I think it's called like your vitality bonus or something like that. And it's essentially like every time a person dies and has to be resurrected, like the vitality bonus is reduced, right? So then like it becomes more and more difficult eventually. 
if you, you die enough, like there's a, the leaderboard whole thing, which is a completely separate thing, but that like contributes to like the rankings and the leaderboard, you know, and of course that contributes to like your sense of prestige. But what I really like is they focus a lot on the mechanics in that particular game. Right. And in, uh, in World of Warcraft, a lot of the mechanics, for the most part, can be bypassed by numbers. Like if you've got the numbers, you can you can, can kind of nuke through it, right? Granted, you've got to put in the wrench time, you've got to farm the gear. But after a certain amount of time, if you've got the gear and your numbers are high enough, or you've got you know specific items or whatever that that uh, have specific um, functions, etc., then then those types of uh, elements then can kind of bypass that number. Like you hear it all the time in like World of Warcraft. Like there's like a, uh, um, what is it? Like you've got your berserk timer, right? For the, the boss kind of enrages, you've got your enrage timer, but then you've also got like uh, a certain amount of like, it's like a DPS race. If you don't have an overall raid DPS number as a whole, that's like a certain amount, then you won't beat that timer. Like things like that are kind of okay, but when you make it a lot more about the mechanics of the, the boss, um, we call it the, the boss encounter, then, mm-hmm. then that to me is a lot more interesting. So the main thing that, that I'm like a big proponent of is that. And so the thing I'm happy about is that from everything we know, that is supposed to be a very paramount component to raids and ashes of creation is if you're not cutting it in that regard, like it, your numbers may not really matter, right? Which is a big part of why they said, of course, they don't really care for the whole feature of having (laughs) DPS meters, which of course people will find and have them anyway. Yeah, I mean, the end of the day, lazy design creates lazy player base. Mm. I mean, that if if WoW has kind of taught us anything, good and bad, right? It is that you you create an opportunity for people that don't really... Um, let me try to put this, but if you, if you create an environment where people can kind of, you know, cheese their way through an encounter, they're going to, right? And to me, Raid Finder is all about cheesing your way through the encounter, right? Ignore mechanics, it's Raid Finder, right? At the end of the day, that's Mm -hmm. usually the response you get if people are dying, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping, you know, that everything that the team has kind of come up with just comes to fruition where they're like, it's not about, it's not, let me take it back. It's not just about having a certain DPS rating, right? It's about, you know, being aware, paying attention, you know, communicating with your party or with your raid, you know, coordinating with your friends, being thoughtful, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's not going to be for everyone, but it's kind of, you know, the point is we want to get back to a situation where, you know, the rating has some level of standard and purity, right? For players that really want a balanced challenge, right? You don't want something that's so beat your head against the wall that you just give up, right? You know, but you also don't want something so laughably easy you know, there's no challenge. You got to find a good happy medium that allows you not just, you know, mash a button until something's dead. And that's what I'm hoping rating will be like. So if the, if the devs are listening, right, which we hope they are, um, yeah, give us something creative. Don't let it just be lazy design because you're just going to, you're not going to fulfill what you've been setting out to fulfill. 
Yeah, you know, one of the things I always thought would be really cool with an Ashes is if, if like, you know, one of the things that I've always enjoyed uh, in MMOs is whenever it's related to a mechanic and you know very clearly how a person, like, you know who screwed up because that guy just died. Like, that to me is, like, one of the best things because you don't have to check a meter. You don't have to, like, like, literally when you know it is a hundred percent a mechanic that is not being like uh, addressed effectively by the individual player. And it's a hundred percent in the individual player's control. Like it's one thing if it's like, Hey, everybody, you know, go stack here. We're gonna, you know, put a lot of AOE heals down and absorb blah, 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 and burn through it or something like that. That's one thing. Cause then if somebody, everybody's in place and someone dies and you could chuck that up to low gear, blah, blah, blah. But when it's something else, like everyone's got to use a CD, a cooldown. And what would be really cool is if like, if the boss interactions required that depending on your class, you had to utilize one of your like class cooldowns or something of that nature that you 100% are going to have, but you'll have to utilize differently based on each encounter, depending on what that is, because it might be something uh useful to the fight so in order for everybody to get through like a phase of a mechanic everybody's got to like you know utilize their their role effectively so it could be like that a dps specifically has like a cc function has to go and cc an ad right or it could be like the tank's got to pop a bubble to like reduce damage so they don't get one shot or a healer's got to utilize a a cooldown so that way they can effectively heal the tank or they can effectively buff healing so that they can heal a certain amount to carry through but there's some clear indicator that a specific person if they didn't manage it then there's a tell so it's like very clear that the individual and i think damage cooldowns are really good for that of course like if the game's progressing and eventually over time uh you've got it always just about like a damage cooldown then it's like eventually that's going to kind of make things stale but i mean i don't know depending on the encounters they could find ways to be creative that's the developer's job not mine right but that's a good example of how uh you know if mechanics are the kind of like goal and getting through the encounters are more about the uh, the mechanics and the numbers, then that's a really good way too. Because of course, as a raid leader, I'm going to be like, yo, Hey, Dweedle, you just like, you just took it to the face because you didn't use your cooldown and now you're laying in fire and you could have moved out of the fire if you didn't blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Just kind of like brainstorming, but that's like a pretty good example of something that uh, makes the fights interesting and not just a, about button mashing and you know nuking through a certain amount of damage or health or whatever healing through a certain amount of damage or nuking through an amount of uh boss health i suppose yeah i agree i mean the more creative they can get and i do like that idea saying every class having a role and and if you can clearly see you know and the one thing that i would have to say about rating that i i do i think is important is the learning process it mm -hmm. can be frustrating but i think as long as people are paying attention and they you know they're gonna make mistakes right i'm not saying everybody should you know walk into encounter and execute their role perfectly because we're all gonna learn right mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that learning curve but i think it's important like you said is have opportunities where people 
can see, hey, you know, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, they're going to learn because they've died, right? One would hope. <laughs> they learn when, when they perish horribly. But yeah, I mean, I think that'll be important just so that we can see, you know, and it creates a dialogue too, I think, with players. And I'm hoping, right, that, you know, the community does kind of embrace the fact that it's not just about DPS. I'm, I'm really hoping because to me, that's when encounters mm -hmm. were really fun, really early on, like in your, like your EverQuest and your Dark Age of Camelots to me, was it wasn't as much about DPS as it was about making use of your wide variety of abilities um, and, and also communicating with your fellow players. Because to me, that's when I have the most fun in raids is when, you know, you have the time to not only, you know, learn from each other, you know, figure out what the best strategy is, mm -hmm. you know, constructively and just having a good time. Because to me, I'm not having a good time if I'm not, you know, if all I'm doing is just making sure, you know, my DPS is top, top. I mean, that's part of it, right? You Obviously, you're learning the encounter, you know, when you need to blow cooldowns, et cetera, et cetera. But also it's about learning, you know, from mistakes and actually getting to a point where you're succeeding, right? That's important to me. Mm -hmm. So one of the other things was uh, the cosmetics were, I hate talking about the cosmetics so much because of the fact that it's really just like the, the cash shop stuff. And at this point, I think a lot of people are kind of tired about that being the thing to talk about. But um, overall, I felt like, you know, that we've seen the one thing that's really good is like we've seen like the art style. They've been sharing more of like the the and the, the reason I'm going back and talking about the cash shop is like a lot of the renders that we're seeing are of creatures that were mount cosmetics or whatever um, or pets. But the thing that's important, I think, about this, that, you know, it's easy to get just uh, to get like derailed by the fact that, oh, here they are. They're showing us what they can make for the for the cash shop. But they're not showing us the game. I'm like, you got to look at it. You got to look at it from a different perspective. Right. They're trying to show you this because it's like, hey, look, we are getting these things that you're paying for done, which was a big. Com it's kind of like you can't you can't win them all. Right. One of the big complaints people had is like, hey, we've been buying this stuff. When do we actually see what it really looks like? So then they start doing that. And now people are going, oh, yeah, but you're showing us all this stuff that we can buy, but now you're not showing us the world. And it's like, well, they kind of are, right? Because they keep they keep giving us like, it's not just it's not just sketches anymore, okay? Like they're showing us renders. And the other thing is, is a lot of these creatures that we're looking at that we're getting renders of, sure. But take the take the harness off of it, right? Take the take the bears the brew off of him and stuff and take off like the harness, take off the mount, uh, like saddle or whatever. And, and that's the creature in the world. You're going to end up seeing like, and the really, the, one of the really good, um, it's like, Oh, Sims white knighting. No, I'm just it's freaking real talk, dude. Like these, if you're really interested in the MMORPG and you want to know what the world's going to look like, like you, you, we don't have to like tech, we don't really have to like imagine it like a crazy amount right now, right? Because we're seeing these environments, which by the way, one of the big things I was always complaining about is what I kept saying it like stream after stream, please, please, please stop showing us stuff in the APOC environment. If the backdrop is literally all the places I've gone and killed people, 
and we've all seen it, like at least make it unfamiliar. Like, yo, where's this at in the world? And on most of the the new videos we've seen, I don't, I can't place where that's at in APOC. And I can't place where that's at or was at in Alpha Zero. Like I can't place it. To me, that's a positive thing. It gives us something that we're not familiar with that we can start to try to like envision this world, right? And then when you take the animals and you start to go, okay, we got to see the cursed charger. Well, we didn't just see the charger on a, you know, running around with a guy mounted on it. We got to see like little baby versions of it playing and stuff. Got to see it kind of getting ready to go pounce on something. Got to see a little bit of emotion and character to it. You got to see that with like the bear too. Look, it's a bear. I get it. But at the end of the day, like these are visions into what's there in the future. Sure. It's not where a lot of us probably want it to be. I mean, I'd certainly like to be in a different place with the games development right now. Um, but it's game development, man. We're just not there yet. That's unfortunate. Uh, the thing that that I feel like is probably more of the problem, though, is the silence. Mm-hmm. It's too silent from the studio. And, you know, even though people maybe didn't feel like things were on track when there was more communication, that kind of wasn't happening. And, you know, it. I'm not doing any anybody any good if I don't, say what people in my own community are hollering at me. And it's like, I keep getting this. This is what I keep getting. Hey, Sim. And I can't answer the questions, but Hey, Sim. Uh, so they said that they were going to work on this communication issue when they got community managers and stuff in place. These people that are kind of like your go-to front look. And I'm not trying to bash anybody. I'm just telling you what people in my community are saying. And in the hopes that the studio watches this and goes, okay, it's more than this one guy's two cents is there were people that were put in place to kind of help with communication. How come communication seems to have gotten so much worse instead of better when this was to address and make that better? I'm just sharing the information, right? That's, that's the question a lot of people pose. And so where there might've been a lot of like faith and trust and stuff like that, that stuff's diminishing and it's diminishing more and more and the silence does not help that so it the one thing i am just like i am hoping happens is that there's a lot more communication and it could be about trivial things but if you're communicating it's not silence and if it's not silence they don't they don't feel like they're listening to crickets and going uh so something's wrong and we thought we might get what siege and potentially there was a lot of like hype around. Oh, maybe even. Uh... Yeah. The, the communication was very likely this year. Right. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of step out and say kind of, I think also kind of agree in terms of, you know, the feedback that I've been hearing as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely no discredit to the quality that we are seeing come out on the art because, I mean, it's mind-blowing. Jensi, Bacon, and the team, I mean, all the latest renders, those are really exciting. And to me, I kind of think of it whenever I'm feeling frustrated with the lack of maybe more mechanics information, I'm thinking every time I see some of the environment art or the character, et cetera, I think of it as, okay, a DM is trying to tell me about the world. 
and I'm getting all these little tidbits about the world. And that excites me. That's the positive spin that I can you know, take. And again, I'm not white knighting here. Either, right? I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call a dwarf a dwarf here. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I, I am, I would say personally, I am, you know, waiting for more to come out on the mechanic side. Yeah. I was pretty excited to hear kind of from Steven that, you know, very likely we'll see some siege this year. I'm thinking it's less and less likely the closer we get to the end of the year, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. Game development, development in general comes with ups and downs in terms of, um, you know, meeting or not meeting deadlines because of various reasons that may be in their control, maybe not, right? Something might've come up that has caused them to take a step back. I mean, we saw that, last year at this time right yeah they were like gung-ho apoc br and then their back end needed a rework right so i mean i'm not gonna you know razz them too hard about you know uh releasing i would say more information in yeah. terms of you know specific mechanics but i will say i think the communication has definitely felt like it's fallen back in old habits that aren't necessarily good habits. It is a lot of hype, but you're kind of missing actually hitting that. I know they said, hey, you know, we're not going to, so we don't want to disappoint you. But the reality is you are setting expectations when somebody asks, hey, where's Castle C. Jet Steve? And he's like, oh, very likely this year. Right. And I'm sure that's not being expressed out of, you know, um, a need to snow the community in any way. It's, hey, mm -hmm. he's really excited. He's like, oh, we're so close. I can't wait to share X, Y, and Z with you. But something happens and it throws them off of what they were planning to do. True. So I think, again, you know, it's, it's a matter of setting some expectations um, for the community. And if you are going to make, you know, promises, make sure you're not just saying that to maybe hopefully stave off the negativity. Um, you know, uh, I mean, I think just again, just kind of swing back to the positive. I mean, I, I do think from my perspective, like some of the greatest stuff I've seen has come out in the cosmetics they've been sharing right now. It's one of my play favorite player costumes thus far was the one they did for the November stuff. I mean, the, I just, it just like, it spoke to me in terms mm -hmm. of like having like a hood up, hood down. I'm hoping they put that feature in because I think that would be really badass. I really like the freehold skin. I like the idea of having a tavern on my freehold. I mean, hell, I thought even the flying pig was pretty awesome, even though it was, you know, silly, but you kind of had something in there that was cute and funny and you kind of see the personality of the team. But then you kind of, I come back to, you know, we're, we're still at a point where we're not really sharing a lot of information. And there was a lot of promises early on to say, hey, we're going to start giving you regular updates. We're going to, you know, and on the mechanics, right? We had a node series that all of a sudden just went into silence like six months ago, something like that. I mean, I, I, I somebody fact checked me here, but it was several months ago where we were, getting kind of, I would say, monthly note updates and now we're getting nothing, right? And, and maybe it's because things are changing. 
right? And that may be a good, you know, good thing. But it also, again, it just, it feels very disjointed. Um, but at the same time, I know how it can go with the development cycle. So I'm, I'm kind of trying at this point to, you know, take the, your, your take on it as well as this development. Development's unpredictable. I'm really hoping that we get something Castle Siege this year. But I mean, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, be surprised if we don't. Um, I just hope, again, whatever they're working on, it meets their expectations, which I know are high. And it meets, you know, the community's expectations, which I know are also high. And and I'm hoping we're in a good things come to those who wait scenario versus (laughs) the alternative, which I, I don't think anyone, including Steven and team, would be happy with. Yeah, I know. I think I, I can get I get where a lot of people are coming from, right? I mean, there's people that live in that Discord, man. Like live in it. I mean, they are there chatting uh, just all day. Literally all day, right? And so hanging on to literally every little bit of information they can get, right? You know, no life in it. Look, I'm not, I'm not shaming it, man. You do, you dude. If you're happy doing it, do it. I'm not, I am not bashing it at all, but I I see it from that perspective too, where someone's so ingrained in it every day, right. And potentially so used to having a certain flow of information and then literally hanging on to every shred, every shred. Look again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not geek shaming you here at all like look it's great when you get into a discord and there's always that person who knows the answer on tap and they can just give you the information it's like damn that's nice dude knows his shit right like again i'm not shaming the person like you do you boo but at the end of the day you know i think that there's like those people that are kind of like you know what man i can take or leave the conversations I'm just going to hang out. It's not where I wanted to be at. Yo, I'll, I'll check back in soon. And uh, if it's not good, man, I'll just come back in a few more months. Uh, man, nothing yet. Okay, I'll come back in another six or three or check in around Halloween. And you got the people that are way more casual about it. And they're like, you know what? It's cool. I can wait. I'm not in any rush. And then you got the people that are just like, man, I really want it now. I'm really waiting for this now. I'm really eager for this now. You know, and you got all kinds of people, but then, you know, overall, if you want to look at like those as being two polarizing ends of the spectrum here, then where does the overall population kind of fall within that spectrum? And based on that, and I don't have the numbers for this, nobody does, but based on that information, what I'm wondering is, well, you know, where does the majority of the people that you see on the discord, one question, majority of the people that you see that are on the live streams, where's the crossover in that? Where are the people that maybe just engage in uh, the fan pages, like the Facebook groups or the ones who maybe just check the website and are on the forums, right? Or tune into their creators that they maybe are that they favor it on like YouTube or on Twitch or Mixer or wherever, you know, where, where's, you know, you got all these different like categories for where people can get their information. And then 
you know, those two polarizing ends along with that. And then how many, how much of those people are on that spectrum and based on that, like how, how burned do they get by this? What were their expectations to begin with? And then how much of that is actually where the studios maybe not delivering when they say they will versus these kind of cold expectations of something that maybe isn't even realistic. Like I said, it should be out. They said it was going to be out. My friend told me, I decided this was a fact. People do it all the time on the intranet. They do it all the time. They read an article. They took it for face value. They decided it was a fact. And then they built everything upon this quote unquote fact, which is really just a fallacy in the end. And then they're really let down about it. Look, there's plenty to be let down by. I'm not saying don't be let down. I'm just saying take a step back, take a look at it. How much of what you're really upset about is really that important, man. You get one life at the end of the day, people, like, choose what you're investing in. You don't have to dig in real deep right now. You can kind of take a step back and chill on it for a while. I am. No harm, no foul, man. I'm happy to do the shows. If we don't have a ton of information, I'm not going to, like, get worked up over, oh, man, I'm so pissed off I can't have a show this week. Like, there's plenty of shows to be had down the road, plenty of plenty of opportunities down the road to not only play the game, or create content for it, but to have conversations about it, you know? I mean, there's something to be said, and I know probably people are going to be like, really? There's something to be said about having a little bit of mystery and exploring, because I mean... <laughs> you I say misery? Say, no, mystery. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said misery. I was All like, right. you like suffering? <laughs> like, okay. caffeine, caffeine is running out, man. <laughs> okay. No, but it's something to say about <laughs> having some mystery and learn. I mean... One of the coolest things I ever remember happening when I was first getting into MMOs was going as a like noob 101 player, just traipsing around a zone and learning it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first time I went into, um, you know, traveling from one end of the EverQuest map to another, where I was first going into. I can't even remember the name of it. It's been that long, man. But when I was traipsing through this dark forest, going through to try to make it to um, an area where the halflings were at, I totally messed myself going through this thing because there's all these creatures that could one and two shot me and everything. I had that same feeling when I was in WoW, going the first time going to, um, you know, going through the dark forest there in Duskwood. I mean, it's those kind of things that I'm like really looking forward to. And it's like, I see your point. It's just like, let's put it in a perspective. We're going to get something at some point. I mean, we're all, I mean, personally invested in this emotionally, you know, pledge wise, et cetera, things will come, you know, I mean, I'm not expecting this to be a situation where we're not going to get, you know, something good, but, it is definitely the waiting. The waiting is difficult. Hey, don't thank guess. you. Yeah. <laughs> to Rivervale. I right? thank you. Thank and, you. And yeah, a, I remember that. And to that Twitch Big Prime time. sub. Thank you, don't guess. I appreciate it, homie. Yeah, I appreciate you, son. Um, oh, what the heck? Did you change your name, dude? What? That's my buddy <laughs> Anger Drop. What's up, bro? Anger Drop. What the heck? Nice, nice. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's just those kind of things that I'm looking forward to. Like I said, I. I have to say early on, it was it was nice to kind of have a lot of information. And now that we're kind of not there, 
you know, the waiting, the wanting, difficult, but it'll get there. It'll get there. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Here's here's why, I, here's why I'm laughing. It's only going to be funny to everybody if I explain this story. Oh, Anger drop. He he got he said free free prime through work. I appreciate it, bro. You're awesome. Anger is a, a real life buddy of mine who I served in the army with. And we were in an infantry unit. And the long and short of it is I was the NBC NCO, I see, which means which I wasn't an NCO, by the way. And only army people were probably gonna get that, but I was in that position and I was the NBC guy. So I am the guy that basically every year you've got to go through and qualify with your pro mask and subject yourself to gas. So you've got to get gassed in a, in a chamber literally, and you got to be able to put your mask on and breathe that stuff in. And I was kind of notorious for making uh, the gas uh, quite persistent and bothersome to people because you need to suffer. <laughs> So, so when I see that he made this name, it's don't gas me, bro. Because <laughs> he probably got, yeah, he got gassed by me at work. <laughs> so, nice. Oh, man. Yeah. So that's the story. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's quite funny. Yeah. Mac, what up, Mackie? How's it going, buddy? <laughs> hey, Mackie. So, God. I feel like he had to make that name knowing I was going to lose it. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, this is, I think it's the perspective is important, man. Like, look, I, don't get me wrong. You guys like, look, I dug in, I've done a lot of videos, right? Mackie's done a lot of videos. You've done a lot of videos. We we've been big proponents of this game. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get me wrong. Right. I'm not white knighting it. I got plenty I'm annoyed about. Right. And I can rant about it. And I'm not going to do it here. I'm not really going to do it anywhere because it's not really beneficial anyway. Right? Sure, it would be awesome. I would love to be playing this game right now. I would love it. Like, I don't really have interest to play any games right now. I just want to play this one. And since it's not out, I'm kind of bored with everything else. Like, I'm being honest. I don't really care to play anything else. Like, so don't get me wrong. Trust me. I wish it was out and we could play it now, everybody, right? But is it going to do me or anybody else a damn bit of good if I'm freaking stressing out about it and raging about it and taking to the forums about it? Like, and, and that pressure doesn't do them any good either. Like, it doesn't do anything for their morale. At least I don't feel like it would. So chill, man. Just chill out, hang out, hang out with your friends. If you don't want to be, you know, going on full keyboard warrior or anything, then just go chill and take a bobby for a while or something. I don't know, man, do something productive with your life. Like be happy. Have one of those gummies. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> or have a gummy. I, I hear that they have them in, in Care Bear variations. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm giving enough people a hard time here. Bad decisions and baby powder. This what's happening on this podcast hey man honestly i've been working a lot uh, i'm I'm kind of wiped but it, it's good to be able to kind of jump on and chat about what's kind of new because i feel like it's important to keep keep the fire going i know a lot of people are kind of taking some time tapping out again i think i think i don't know i think we talked about maybe like towards that last weekish, somewhere in there of the end of the month of december i think it would be kind of fun to like 
hop on here, you know, get some people together, have some fun, talk about some of the the things that are good that we enjoy about the game. You know, I think uh, I actually was like contemplative about uh, not really putting together like a survey or something, but really just kind of like gathering some of the things that people have been most uh, excited about in the game, like something they've seen that was like, that was like maybe some of the moments that they were like, Oh my God, like, I can't wait for this game or, Oh my God, that was the thing that got me into this game and I'm waiting for it. Right. I think those types of things are a lot more interesting, at least for me to, to want to explore and to kind of look at. And, you know, I'm trying to like really keep a, a light on the positive in the meantime and and when the content's there when the game's there we'll we'll do it then man like you know so um i'm not gonna really there was a i'm not never mind i'm leaving it i was gonna touch on it i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not doing it i'm not doing it i'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. um where are we going with this there's not a whole lot else to really talk about honestly we could talk about nah mackie nah man nah homie i'm gonna make good choices today <laughs> <laughs> but I had some uh people hitting me up going, yo, Sim, so what happened to that what happened to that forum post about the the guild that you're you're running? Why is it so empty? I, I swear it's on my agenda actually this week to do because I went in there and I was like, reserve post. And I went in there and I like raced out. I'm like, Coming soon, a new guild post. It's on like forums. And it's been it's been sitting there in like tentative status for like three weeks, and I'm just soon now. TM. Yeah, yeah. Soon TM. It's kind of like we should just re rename the uh, episode to Soon TM. I think, but I think at this point it's too much of a <laughs> do that. So, um, I'm trying to think of anything else that would be worthy of discussing, um, but overall. I think what I'm really just kind of like waiting for is castle sieges because castle sieges are going to be like our first look at actually seeing what some of the, the, the dynamics between different classes is going to be like, even though the class kits aren't necessarily the classes of the MMORPG, there might be some flavors and similarities or skills that kind of, you know, transfer over and everything, but that's going to be the, yeah, the class kits are going to be a lot of fun. Um, the thing though is it doesn't seem like we're gonna get it anytime soon. Uh I'm feeling like it's probably not gonna be for a couple months, man. I don't know when. I don't have an ETA. Don't take what I'm saying as again fact. Cause I'm just some guy talking with his opinions. That's it. Um, but um yeah, it seems like we were expecting for sure to get it at the end of this year. I think even I was going, yeah. Probably going to be a minute. I I kind of expected maybe Castle Siege into the year. Definitely no Alpha 1 until at earliest, like the spring, possibly before summer is my ETA. My, the Sim ETA, if you will. Um, and I think that maybe, maybe if, if things are, you know, if they don't have any hiccups, I feel like probably... Uh, we'll get castle sieges by like maybe the end of the winter maybe yeah i mean i think i could see closed testing happening before the end of the year but oh I'm not yeah, yeah it's gonna be a massive thing mm -hmm. i mean if they were 
pretty close and they were just doing some internal tests kind of that was the update from the last live stream um you know and the fact that they are you know one thing you went silent possibilities oh you're we good, were you're testing yeah i'm oh sorry I'm, you're, I'm good, you're good now. you're good you're good yeah cut out okay but... Yeah, they had some class abilities that they were testing, right? And they said, hey, they weren't really working out like we expected, so we're reworking them. So clearly there's work going on, mm -hmm. right? Again, it just may not be at the timetable everybody really wants, right? And nothing ever is when you're waiting for something like, I want it now. I can have it now. But I want it. I want it. I want it. Huh? And the world's violin comes in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean... At the end of the day, yeah. I mean, like I said, it'll happen when it'll happen. I wish them tremendous amount of success with this. I think this is really going to be where the rubber meets the road in terms of not only the performance, but also the dynamics. And I'm actually really, even though I had a ton of fun recently in the BR, right, I am waiting for those matches where once I'm dead, I don't have to start over. I want to be able to kind of have some something ongoing, like an all track Valley thing kind of going on. I think that's kind of what they're going oh, for yes. initially. Yeah. I, I just, I just feel like this is going to be a lot more engaging. They just need to make sure, you know, they're doing what they can to incentivize people to play. I think that was maybe one of the things where, you know, that kind of fell a little short with the BR mode. I think you're going to get a lot more interest in this because that's what people are really looking for is Castle Siege. Mm -hmm. But they definitely need to have a better balance of, you know, incentivizing players to play um, and, and giving them, you know, something to deal with. I mean, I have to say, to be honest, I mean, the environments were great. The fact they were testing out, you know, these siege weapons, and even though it was a really early iteration, that was exciting. So... I just, like I said, I, I hope whatever internal testing they're doing is going really well and they're ready to leash it to at least, you know, some folks before the end of the year so that those folks can in turn have an opportunity to hype it up and then get everybody really fired up about it in Q1. Yeah, I think I think that the one thing that they were doing pretty good with last year around this time have incentives past 50 TL TL saying they need to have incentives past 50 level 50. Are you talking about? Right. Yeah. And then Jedi TL. wanted, yeah. He, Jedi said, we keep diverting the focus away from the actual MMO. So yeah, I, the thing is, is I think there's like a lot of, the thing is, is people are like, Oh, they made it standalone product. But I mean, there was still a lot of like feedback from the community. It's like, just separate it from the MMO. So I think they did that. Uh, look, I, the thing is, is APOC, it has not done well for a few reasons, right? A lot of which are the obvious because it's not an MMO, because it's not what people are here waiting for, et cetera, et cetera. There's also like the fact that BR is like, as a genre, people are sick of it because it's been done so, 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 so much over the past several, several years, right? So you get to, you get to the point now where like it releases when people are as like an overall, the gaming world overall are tired of the br genre right so it was one thing when it was like brand new and i think had had this came out around that time and we'd be talking about a whole different situation mm -hmm. um but when castle sieges come out like that's going to be our first snapshot into what pvp in the in the mmorpg is going to be like and the best part of course 
I think a lot more eyes are going to be on it. Even if they're just here for the MO, you're going to have a lot bigger streamers that are going to come around for it too. A lot more, uh, a lot of other people's communities are going to be around for it as well. Because uh, even, even if you talk, talk about just the castle siege as its own standalone product, I mean, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun for a lot yeah. of people. Like, even if yeah, you're not into the MMO. Definitely, yeah, it's definitely a core <laughs> feature of the MMO, right? You're not going to have VR. You're going to have castle sieges in the MMO, right? You know, your window dressing is going to be a little bit different, right? You're going to have, you know, different classes with different abilities. Well, I would say different classes, but classes with different abilities, right? That you're going to have point and counterpoint to. Right. But it's legit a feature of the MMO. I can totally get where people are saying, hey, why are we talking about APOC? It's not the MMO, right? And it helped the MMO in ways we, you know, most people don't necessarily recognize, right? And that's with the back end, right? Most people like, as long as the game works, it works. I don't care how they get to it. Well, this is how they got to the back end, right? That they say now is in good shape, which is, yeah, definitely good stuff, right? The MMO now gets in, or sorry, the Castle Siege now gets into one mechanic we actually will see in the MMO. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I, I had initially the same feedback about the VR mode, and I think a lot of people maybe disagree with the direction, but at the end of the day, you know, based on everything we've seen, it got the job done for the back end, right? Now we just need to see something where it's more tangible for people to recognize, hey, yes, this is MMO adjacent or you know, you, mechanics. you know what I'm actually, this is just a question. This is like something I'm going to pose for whether you're watching this on like YouTube later or you're watching it here on Twitch. Now I want to pose a question. I genuinely like, I really want to get some ideas on this. A year ago when we were doing the BR, right. And we were having all the same kinds of conversations around it and everything. And the game was not, remotely as polished or in as good of a state as it is right now like as a standalone product whatever you want to call it okay it's a standalone product it's a br fine but that particular game environment in itself functioned like not nearly as good as it does right now okay so here's what i'm trying to get like there are a lot of things that have changed at this point in time where people could be playing this and no, you know, Mike Mackey was talking about, you know, got super bored, but log in the matches of six and seven, like clearly the lobby's not what it was like, especially not what it was last year. Right. <clears throat> so I think right around the beginning of when the BR came back now became a testable environment. I think the numbers were up there right in the beginning. What my question is, is what do you all think has really killed off a lot of people's interests in playing that this at this point in time, given the fact that it's in a much better state, more polished, looks really good, like functions a lot better. From my perspective, I think it does. I don't care for VR or whatever. I feel like it's in a way better state in a lot of different ways. I would agree. But what I'm curious about is whether you play it actively or not, what do you all think? Like, I really would like to know, like, what do you think is the biggest reason that so many of the diehard fans 
even aren't playing it, aren't streaming it, aren't really invested in it. What is it this time around? Is it just because we've all seen it before? Because people played it for months, months and months and months and months back to back when it was in a much more fragile state, I think. What is it at this point in time, I wonder? Like, And I can't really predict it. I could say, hey, it's the monetization. But I don't really know that that's true. You know, I could say that it's like, oh, but because they did it so much before. But I don't really feel like that's true either, right? So what is it? You know, I'm wondering, because I don't think you're going to get it. You're not going to really get that information from the studio. You're going to get that from the consumers. And you can't go to a place like necessarily the forums and necessarily like uh, Steam reviews to get that kind of information. You need to get that from the mouth of the players, the consumers. Sure, you could do a a Google document, but I think the biggest way that you're going to get that is from conversations, you know, Mm -hmm. like this or, you know, maybe on the discord or maybe even with the devs, like imagine if they had hopped into like a voice chat, like they used to do, like Steven used to do and be like, what do you all like? What do you not like? One at a time, go down the list, right? Record it. Um, I, I don't know how much good that's going to do, or if that would really even help answer this question, but I just kind of want to know. Yeah. So BR is a very huge market. Second, we did it for testing after we just got, uh, tiered or tired. After that, we just got tired. See, but that's the thing, because we were grinding this for months, right? Like they did it for months when it was in a much more fragile state, but now it's not nearly as fragile a state. So maybe maybe that's part of it. Maybe because now it is polished and they know what to expect of it. They're kind of good. I don't know. Yeah. Is it just being bored? I, I probably would honestly play it more regularly, to be honest if more people were playing it, but maybe that's the problem too, is as the numbers diminished, less and less people wanted to play, but. Yeah, I think it's probably, I think the lack of incentives, to be honest, is part of it. I mean, I think they did some, I mean, they got a ton of traffic with the cosmetic, the first cosmetic they did. Mm -hmm. The second one, not so much, right? The October one. But yeah, I think it's, to me, it's, I can't pinpoint any one thing. I think, you know, if I had to say my personal mm. opinion, and I will say it is personal opinion, I think it is, um, you know, people got burned out from the initial cut. The MMO felt a lot closer back mm-hmm. then. And I say felt like perceived that it was a lot closer. Um, and I, I think it was just the lack of incentive. And I think the, the per- perception of focus on just the BR and the monetization. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it, it's any number of those in various you know levels, but I think people, in a way, are burnt out on a BR and they want the MMO or something closer to the MMO than they've gotten. Um, you know, the launch. Yeah, I agree. The launch wasn't smooth, but I think they worked it out. I mean, if they can turn somebody like me who is completely anti BR into somebody that loved playing that you know again when there was players mm-hmm. now I, mean, I don't have a lot of time and even there it's like it's, it's a long queue to get into a, a quick game right 
where you're, you know, not, you know, right. I'm not in there for that long, you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes to get into a five minute, 10 minute game is not really fun. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's that, I think people are, are ready for the next step and we haven't kind of moved past that. And there wasn't a lot mm. of incentive to stay. There's been a ton of posts on it. I mean, I'm not going to go into all those details, but I think a lot of people are just really saying, hey, there wasn't a lot of variety and it's kind of more of the same and there wasn't anything really to incentivize me. Yeah, I was, one thing I was, I don't know, I think one of the things that could have been done, I don't know, you know what? They're not, there's this whole content creator group that's there too. And that's not really even being utilized like during this period of time. That's kind of, that's kind of one of my, like, you know, and I'm, I granted, I I am, I am a content creator. It's fine, but I'm not complaining for that perspective. I'm trying to be objective about this. You've got this whole group of people that are content creators, but that even that's not really being utilized during this time. Not, not really. Yeah, I mean, there isn't a lot of real MMO. And I think in the content creation community, I I feel, right, this is, again, my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of lack of interest in doing anything on VR. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a huge I mean, there's some, right, there's some, but the bottom line is the content creators became content creators to talk about this MMO, right? I mean, I had hours and hours of content when there was MMO information. It went down to a choice that I had to make in terms of investing my time. And I would rather invest it instead of trying to kind of figure out what content to do in discussion that you and I are having. I feel like that's the best use of my time as a content creator. So yeah. partner with, or we can have a good dialogue and talk about the good things and the issues that we see. Yeah, true. Um, but there's a lack of information that we can really have a conversation about. And that's not to say that the team isn't working on stuff. They're, they're producing a lot of cosmetic content, environment content, you know, content about the world, right? But there's only so much dialogue you can have on that. Yeah. Um, I think talking about mechanics, talking about theory crafting, all of that, requires more than we've gotten and again that might be because things are still being kind of fleshed out worked on stabilized fine um and i think the point that we're trying to make is i think we just need to get to to that to that point again because we were there at one point when things were fresh and new but now we're falling into kind of old habits in terms of Okay, yeah, been there, done that. Now we need more. We need to get back into the mechanics discussions. Yeah, and also I think one thing too is like even as creators, you know, we don't really have a lot of new information. And there was a lot of momentum for the past like almost two years related to the game that could carry content, you know, keep keep people motivated, talk about different things. But, you know, we get to a point where it's like you run out of new stuff. You don't really have a whole lot to showcase audience doesn't have anything to be showcased and and so then like that starts to fizzle but Faisal you're talking about like the steam reviews I mean that is that's a good point because that is one one element that this time around didn't exist they didn't take it to steam it didn't get bombed with steam you know those steam reviews and stuff and the thing is too is what's really unfortunate about that 
And again, I can agree that, you know, from a PR standpoint, everybody seems to agree that that's, there's a, a consensus that from a PR standpoint, that's where things have really been bombed. Um, but, it, and again, that's just everyone's thoughts and opinions on it. And I would tend to agree with that. But with that being said, uh, the unfortunate part is we're talking about looking forward to things like Castle Siege and all that. And the unfortunate part is on Steam, that's the same standalone product. Those reviews still stick to that game mode as well as Horde mode if it were out right now. Um, and so, you know, it's, I don't know what would fix that, you know. Is Castle Sieges uh, alone going to be enough to really like reinvigorate the overall audience that maybe isn't, doesn't know anything about this game? Uh, is that going to be so. en enough for like the MMO audience to come test it out too? Um, or, you know, are we really going to see a lot of people go, you know what, I'm willing to check in now that we're on Alpha 1. Clearly, that's where you're going to get the majority of the MMO crowd anyway. But, you know, what amount of that's really the the case? And so the fact that Shroud had to, had to keep telling his audience, this is testing ground, not the MMO. People came to play, not to read or hear a lecture on what this uh, was BR and not the MMO. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point, Haki. But uh, yeah, I can agree. I think there's a lot of a lot of things, but you know, again, I, I kind of pose the question: What would help? Because um, we could sit here and criticize all day what what you know is wrong with it, but I don't really think that that criticism is going to be any good uh, unless there's some positive. Like, you know, what's going to make that criticism constructive? What can you share that's going to be beneficial? And I think that's kind of where we left at for today, right? Is let's kind of see where things are going as we're moving forward. Um, I definitely would like to, um, I would definitely like to do one more show, like an end of the year show, if you will, for the Ashes Pathfinder show here, talk about Ashes a bit, maybe even, um, uh, try to gather some information or some things to share from other people. I might do a forum post on or something. Just be like, what are some of the things about Ashes of Creation that you're the most excited about? What brought you in? What was that moment? What was that thing? What was that imagery? Whatever that is. What was it that hooked you that has you here waiting still? And I think that would be great. And TL said offer embers. I mean, yeah, I think that's something that could have been done. One thing that I thought was surprising was that, again, like you got a whole content creator group or, you know, you've got a bunch of people jumping in on it right now that are streaming it and everything else, blah, blah, blah. Like that would have been a really good time to like offer embers, I think, and to like go, hey, let's do like a, I'm not going to say esports is the way to go here, but if it's a BR, I mean, there's plenty of other places that do this all the time, like offer embers, offer a cash reward, whatever, and go, you know what, we're going to have people join this, you know, particular discord and we're going to like, you know, gauge the the groups and who wins and based on screenshots and blah, 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 or whatever, and offer rewards. And you have a lot of people that are interacting and grouping and, uh, creating content around it and they're in an audience around it and they're in, I don't know. There's a lot of ways we'd go with this. I think that the offering embers probably would have been great early on. I think at this point, I don't know if that's going to be enough. And then there was, I know that there was a question I think on the last live stream, but I'd never saw an answer or maybe I just kind of missed it. But they said, when the season ends, then what are you planning to do? And I don't know that there was really a clear answer around that. I don't, I don't think that there really was a clear answer as to, oh. Yeah, it was something like season two will start or something like that. What's that? Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to offer more rewards to incentivize people? And, you know, if you get people kind of bouncing back on the 
on that, you know, grind again, then, you know, you can p- perhaps offer embers and make some kind of competition or something fun to kind of really boost it. Margaret said, that stay tuned. They have something. Okay. What? Stay tuned. There's going to be something in the store to earn or potentially. Okay. Not what I wanted to see right now, but okay. <laughs> Daedalus is like. <laughs> Can someone clip that? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I have been memed. I'm... I just for my. <laughs> Just, just this is for me. Like I've never made one of those like memes that are like you know gifts or whatever. But this is one moment. I will one hundred percent do it. Do you want to share what that what that expression meant, Dayless? I, I personally, I think one of the and and I don't want to go like rake anyone over the coals. But personally, I think the biggest challenge that the team has done to themselves is always overhype and deliver something that is not what they hyped so i'm just whenever i hear like oh hey stay tuned we'll give you more info and we wait and we wait and we wait you know, it's kind of when you said something about, oh, you can earn something in the store. It was like, yeah, okay, I get it. That, that's kind of where it's like, again, that's where the, you know, the frustration comes in because it's like, you know what, let's give us something real, give us a plan. Stop talking about we've got great things we want to show you, can't wait to show you, and then we wait for months and we don't get it, right? But again, right, that's me being impatient and maybe you know tapping into my inner millennial. I'm so sorry that I keep laughing, but it's so funny because the expression on your face, like I, I saw like two things. One was like just sheer sad and disappointed, and the other yeah, the other was bad. mixed with like this almost like, don't you tell me that shit. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You 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 read me well, my friend. <laughs> It was like right in the middle, but I, but it was like, it was, it was like that message was just wrapped in a facade of disappointment. Like, I mean, I just like, I just think of the days when all I could like, you know, focus my gaming energy on was this game. And and I feel like I've gotten so far removed from who that person was now because I've just decided, hey, I should temper my expectations. But still, there are certain things that just trigger me. I don't know about that because I really want to see this game succeed. But it's like things like that where you're like, don't worry, it's coming. It's like, thank you for (laughs) telling me stuff I already know. I just want to get to a place where... I'm not in defensive mode about my love for the game. I think that's that, mm. that makes it very difficult as a fan to always be on the defensive. Mm. Um, I mean, and and I would say, you know, like majority of the are in the they're just definitely great content coming out in terms of the art, right? In terms of the lore, I I do appreciate that. I think that's great. Um, 
but it isn't kind of getting to the meat of where you have a negative feedback where you've alienated a lot of the core of this game because you know every time i get on the live streams i try to focus my attention on what the developers are trying to present and all i see in the chat is where's the mmo why are we talking about apoc why are we doing this and again that might be the loudest voices out there but it's still behind you know behind the scenes it's like they got to be seeing this and seeing, you know, and saying, okay, how can we, we got to have a plan to make this better versus saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And that's kind of, I guess, all of that disappointment kind of came in. It is the majority of a lot of what you see though now too. So, I mean, it's a fair point. Like you can't, when the, when the frequency of the thing is high enough, I mean, you're not, you're not missing the message. Right. Yeah, because we started off the year with really high hopes, right? True. I think. And and a lot of you know verbiage that said, hey, things are gonna change, but now we're back and it's Groundhog Day. I feel like I'm back in in some sense, I'm back in December twenty eighteen. Right. Yeah, that's that, a good point, man. Yeah. But I know there's things that have happened, right? The first first couple of quarters, I think we were really on a good pace. And then all of a sudden, something happened, right? Where we were off track and we went, you know, in a lot of sense, radio silence. Oh, yeah, something happened, all right. I could go on and on about this. I mean, I just, like I said, I'm at the point now, it's like I wish them the best. I hope they reach what they're trying to achieve because i think that will you know knock everybody um you know for a loop in a really good way that hey this is so awesome they you know are beside themselves but you know the journey to get there is definitely uphill both ways in the snow (laughs) right now feels like Mm -hmm. yeah i look at all the stuff that they've shown us this year though and there's a very, a very large part of me that's going, damn, man, if that was Alpha 1 right now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. going to be something else to see that world when it's ready. I'm telling you. It, oh, yeah. I mean, I can't true. wait for that. It really is. I mean, the, with everything that's been polished down to what it looks like now. Oh, my God. And we're still talking Alpha 1. Yeah. Oh, man, it's going to be something else. But. We're not there yet, friends, unfortunately. And on that note, I hope y'all have a great week. Ah. <laughs> no, it is about time to wrap this thing down, uh, wrap it up. Uh, I'm going to be continuing to stream after, so feel free to stay tuned if you'd like. Um, but we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up that we can kind of let Daedalus get going doing his thing. And uh, those of you who want to take off, that's fine too. Figured. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I want to discuss the the name here shortly, though, Anger. So I hope you're hanging out too. But you all will probably about three weeks, roughly, from now. So stay tuned. Check the Discord, etc. Um, I'm gonna try and plan it, do something fun with it. And by fun, I don't mean wearing uh, elf ears and and reindeer horns, or do I? <laughs> I think I gotta do it now, don't I? Now you got to. Now see now I'm my wife is gonna watch this. Dude. Like 
Yeah, right. I'm gonna get you some reindeer ears. Antlers, dude, dude, it's done deal, you guys. Look, you can get anything on Amazon Prime. Speaking of Amazon Prime, here's my pitch for never mind. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Antlers and elf ears. Well, I'll, I'll bring the baby powder. How's that? Yes, a red nose. Powder. I've already got one of those. Joke's on you, Mackie. <laughs> I'll just be under the influence and then it'll be a real good time. Just kidding. Or am I? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, on that note, everybody, I'm going to wind the, the scene down on the show. Hang out if you want to. Otherwise, stay tuned. Uh, we'll get this uh, up to YouTube here in the next couple of days. And then if you uh, want to tune in for the next show, just so you can find out how amazing these antlers and, and uh, elf ears, a.k.a. Romulan or um, Vulcan ears, Star Trek reference. Um, they could both work. They got pointy tips. That's what's important. Um, but yeah, uh, hang out, uh, tune in next time, everybody have a great couple weeks or so. Hopefully we'll see some really awesome news in the ashes of creation world that we can just be all gushing about. But aside from that, friends, take care of yourselves, stay warm. Winter's here and, uh, catch up with you soon till next time. Catch you on stream here in like five seconds. All right. Bye. See everyone.